Welcome everyone to Curtain Jerks, the podcast that brings you the fun and funny of wrestling. I am your host, Scott Narver. Remember a little while back when I complained about having some technical know-hows or actual no-nos? I, I didn't know what the hell I was doing and didn't know what was going on? Well, I figured all that out. I promised you a bonus pod, and I'm going to bring you that bonus pod today from October 6, 2016. Um... Yeah, it was one that I had recorded. I was happy with it, and I wanted it out there that week. And there are just so many technical snafus. I didn't know what to do, but I had the raw file still, and I had a little help uh, and that to, to help get that out to you today. But I wanted to give you a little update on things that were going on before I give you that episode. Things have been nuts. I know I've said that in the past. I know things have been a little crazy here and there, and it's like, oh, things are going really well. Things have been extremely crazy lately. Okay, so I'm heading out this uh, this next week here. I'm going to go to Slam Dance. I know that sounds like a wrestling thing, but it's not. It's, uh, it's a film festival, in case you didn't know. Uh, I didn't know about it. Uh, it. It's a film festival in Park City, Utah, that is going to be the world premiere of Dave Made a Maze. Yes, long-time listeners, the movie that came out of Steve Sears' brain that he co-wrote along with Bill Watterson, who is the director... Um, is having its world premiere finally. We shot it a couple years back, and it's now been edited. Everything's done, and it will finally premiere. There will be two showings. If you want the info, I will post it on Curtain Jerks uh, Twitter and Facebook. It's January 21st, I know, is the world premiere date for certain. Um, all the info I don't have in front of me at this time, but it's it's going to be amazing. It's a film that stars Nick Thune, uh Rick Overton, Frank Cayetti, myself, John Hedigan, John uh, Grinsky. Uh, I, I said Hennigan. It made me uh, skip right there as I was saying Scott Grinsky. John Hennigan. That's Johnny Mundo. That's John Morrison for all of you who may not be totally in the know. He's in the movie as well. He plays the Minotaur. I told you it's a Steve Sears movie. So it's a hell of a thing. and very excited for that. Going to be heading out to Utah for there for a little bit. Uh, then also... Uh, I know some of you may have seen this in Impact Wrestling this past week on their Facebook Live. There was Marky Extreme and Skeeter Skyflyer that had invaded TNA Wrestling. Josh Matthews was doing a Facebook Live video and uh, introduced the TNA Impact Wrestling world to Marky Extreme and Skeeter Skyflyer. I cannot emphasize that enough of how exciting that was. I happen to be a very big fan. And if you've heard the show a long time in the past, you know, I got a little inside track on that show. And uh, I've been told I look a lot like Skeeter Skyflyer. Wink, wink. So one could say that uh, one might think that I made my Impact Wrestling debut. I know I go back and forth on the show. God damn it. I showed up on Impact Wrestling Facebook Live. That, that was so cool. Okay. Okay. Fanboy stuff aside. You know, that's me marking out, as one would say. It was just all crazy and exciting, and things have been a whirlwind lately. Uh, s- stuff is going extremely well. I- I'm-, I'm very happy. I'm very pleased. And, uh, I, you know, I wanted to bring you an episode, and I wanted to bring you the bonus pod from a long while back that was a regular episode. Now, here it is. So, I, I hope you enjoy this. This is from October 6, 2016. Enjoy the episode, and I will talk to you guys soon. Welcome everyone to Curtain Jerks, the podcast that brings you the fun and funny of wrestling. I am your host, Scott Narver. 
I'm a YouTuber, a podcaster, an actor, an improviser, and a guy that was a bit of a smooth talker lately. I'll tell you more about that later on, but another fun week of wrestling was had. Of course, all kinds of crazy stuff going on. we got great champions right now. We've got exceptional tag team wrestling going on. We've got all these companies hitting on all cylinders right now. There are people at the peak of their careers. There are, there's exciting things all over the globe. But one thing that was definitely a shocker this week that I cannot wait to talk about is the new TNA World Heavyweight Champion coming hot off of the heels of Bound for Glory. Bobby Lashley loses his TNA World Heavyweight Championship to Eddie Edwards. If I had a microphone, I'd drop it and make a face that you would all see of confusion and dismay. Uh, I like to call Eddie Edwards, especially at this time, Chris Saban version 2.0. I don't understand. I don't, I don't get it. The world champion? Uh, what? First off, I'm never quite thrilled when it's the guy that fought for another championship and didn't win it. So he fought for the grand impact championship that was just created. He didn't get it. All right. Well, now you fight for the world. Hey, you got that one. Shouldn't he then fight Aaron Rex and win that one too? It's a logic. I know. I check it at the door. That doesn't work in wrestling. I'm an idiot. Uh, what? Why him? Why Eddie Edwards? Don't you realize you got Matt Hardy over here? <laughs> that's a that's an amazing thing. What about what about Brother Nero? What about Maxel? If you want to get crazy and pick someone that doesn't give a great promo, pick Maxel. Uh, you know, I like to think Maxwell gives a more riveting promo than Eddie Edwards. Eddie Edwards is a fine wrestler. I have no emotional investment in Eddie Edwards. Do you? Other than like, hey, that guy's cool. He jumps around, he's got like claw marks in his, in his shoulder. But Davey Richards is the more interesting of the two, I would think. They gave it to Janetti. They give it to the Janetti. What are they? I don't get it. Do you get it? Does, I mean, am I wrong? Am I the only one here that's going, uh, it's kind of, he's not the world champ material. Needs more. Hell, I wouldn't even give it to Aaron Rex. Like I'm looking at him. And whatever Aaron Rex has got going on right now, it is not, it is not solidified. I don't know what's going on with that guy. I want to like Aaron Rex a lot. I loved Damien Sandow, Damien Mizdow, Damien every character, ow. Uh, Aaron Rex, he has not found his footing. It is not what it is yet. But there's so many other great, talented guys in TNA. I'm just shocked. Now, what it has done, though, I am curious. I am very curious what happens next. Does Eddie Edwards hold on to this? Is Eli Drake waiting in the wings to pounce with his bound for gold match that he gets to fight for the world championship and then he's the champ and it was just a transitional guy because you weren't gonna have a bad guy beat Lashley and do all that you know it's a little complicated it's not the crazy TNA complication that they're always 
was previously, but I don't know. I don't, I don't get it. I think he's pretty bland. I don't think he's incredibly interesting. I think he's an amazing wrestler, but that's not always world title material, especially when you got that dude Lashley who's tearing through everybody. He's just a fucking monster, this guy, and just tearing through, and I don't get it. Why was, I don't get it. I don't get it. And hey, sometimes we're not meant to get it, right? Sometimes there's a greater plan in place, and sometimes Billy Corgan's running the helm, and you go, well, I'm, I'm never going to understand what that guy thinks anyway. Do you thought that sweater looks good and feels good? And he's got Aiden O'Shea walking around with him. Did you guys notice that, if you're watching the show at all? Aiden O'Shea, like the sort of uh, what, Irish, I think Irish uh, street tough, is now just walking around with him without much explanation. It's like, yeah, there's Aiden O'Shea. He's, he's there. He's walking around with Billy, smoking a cigar. Sure, I'm all for weird. I'm all for weird. I guess that's what it is. I'm all for weird in TNA. And Eddie Edwards isn't weird. Eddie Edwards is a pretty bland choice for what we're headed towards. It feels like, right? Eddie Edwards is pretty simple. Eddie Edwards is pretty bland. We've got more outlandish characters like an Eli Drake or EC3. That's fine. But even, you want to get fucking weird? Give Crazy Steve the world title. That's weird shit. That's weird. You want to give it to Abyss. We've seen it before, sure, in the past, but this is a different time. It's a different Abyss. Something, just go for the weird. It's not weird enough for me. Uh, but everything else is good in that regard, in that realm. I'm digging it. It's fun stuff. Everybody who's safe from the uh, hurricane, if you're down in Florida and you're listening, glad you're safe. Go to a roller coaster. Go to Disneyland. Have some fun. You earned it. You earned it. Uh, also, I'd like to say thank you to Peterson Reports on Twitter for giving me a heads up on WWE 2K17 NXT Edition being available still on Walmart.com. I was... <laughs> I'm... I'm whining. Oh, I want my video game, but I want the super special edition with a figure and extra stuff on it. Well, you know, thank you, Peterson Reports, for listening to the show and giving me the heads up of like, hey, they still got it here. They had it at Walmart and they sh they're shipping it slow and I wasn't going to pay for the expedited shipping because I'm going out of town. Uh, I got a trip lined up. going to go see family out on the East Coast. And enjoy a little bit of winter, because in here in SoCal, doesn't really get all that cold. I'm wearing a flannel right now, and that's it. No, I'm wearing a flannel right now, and uh, that's about as cold as it gets. Jeans and a flannel, maybe a jacket, you're fine. East Coast, you gotta get the gloves, you gotta get the boots, you gotta get the big socks and do all that stuff. So I'm excited to have a little, have a little East Coast weather. I hope to go there a couple of times this holiday season. And uh, do some more trips here soon. Maybe go to some more wrestling shows. And uh, I'm going to go see my nephews. I got twin nephews. And uh, I think I mentioned that in passing here and there on the, on the show previously. And it feels strange. They're getting right to that age where wrestling is going to pop up at some point. My brother casually watches still. And uh, they're, they're, they're roughhousers. They're, they're hooligans, these children. 
There are a couple of Aiden O'Shea's without the smoking. And, uh, you know, I want to show them, but at the same time, I'm almost worried, like, I'm going to corrupt their little minds. What if it's a lifelong obsession? Like, what what is what has befallen upon me? What if they just are way too into it and, you know, they're obsessed with it? I also kind of don't want them to be wrestlers. Is that messed up? Like, I've had the dream. I wanted to do it at some point. And then I looked in the mirror and I went, oh, no. Oh, it's like a like a straw that's been sitting in the sun that had milk like in it uh, halfway through and then it just sort of burst. Just a bursted straw with milk that was inside of it and just the, the sun ravaged it. That's kind of my body, right? That's kind of my body. Ladies, uh, ignore what I said. It's kind of like Fabio, right? That's, that's who the ladies still like, right? Fabio. It's like Fabio. So soft. You can't believe it's not butter, right? Um, yeah, so, you know, the, the, when you're in your late teens, early 20s, it's, I can do this, I can do that, I'm capable of doing all this stuff. Ah, not anymore, that shit's done. <laughs> There's no way. Similar, if I were to get in a wrestling ring and someone starts to put me in a Boston Crab, I go, oh, fuck this. This is the worst. No way, I'm, I've tapped, I'm, I'm tapping, oh my god. Uh, give me a donut, and I just can't, I can't, <laughs> I can't do it, um, but I love watching it, and so, I don't know, I'm not a parent, I'm just a, like to think I'm the cool uncle that sees that and goes, oh, don't do it, just enjoy it with me out in the crowd, and having a good time, and yelling, and razzing the wrestlers, so, I don't know, at some point, maybe, maybe I'll show them, if you have kids, or you're an uncle, or an aunt, uh, I'm curious, when did you show the youngins? Like, did you did you show them? Did they find it on their own? And then you say, yeah, I watched. Come on, sit down on the couch and we'll all watch it together. What's your story? I'm very curious. Um, or are you all irresponsible by showing it to them in the first place and we're perpetuating this? And uh, I don't know. That's the only time I've questioned, like, maybe this is bad. Maybe I shouldn't be showing anybody this. But... Uh, I do want to tell a story that I was sensing at, at the top of the show, um, of smooth talkery, I, I guess. So, um, you know, it's no secret on this show that I'm still dating. I'm still uh, going on a date from time to time. And, you know, uh, with, with online dating and sometimes you meet somebody in person, whoa, right? In this day and age, it, it happens. Uh, it doesn't happen very often when I'm wearing a wrestling t-shirt and jorts because I do not have the courage to go up to that lady and go, Hi, I dressed myself today. I'm an adult. I, wore, I wear the jorts because they're like shorts, but they're comfortable. And look, he, Ambrose, Ambrose Asylum, he's a lunatic and he's crazy. Huh? What's your number? No, it doesn't. No, no dice. Doesn't fly. Uh, no courage whatsoever in those moments. I need to wear a neutral shirt and some jeans that are not ill-fitting. And, uh, but, uh, you know, uh, online dating from time to time, you know, you go out and you're dating and trying to see how it goes and uh, maybe it turns into a relationship, maybe it doesn't. I'm a monogamous type of guy. Like, I don't like to juggle and, well, I'm going to see this lady over here and I'm going to see that lady. No, I, my time is invested in the lady that I see. Um, so there's a lady I was seeing, uh, recently and, um, 
she's very supportive of the stuff that I do, the projects that I, that I partake in, and is very interested by the wrestling. Um, and was aware of some of the older wrestling, you know, it was, it was, she has a brother and, oh yeah, we used to watch and I would know some of the old guys and Macho Man and Hulk Hogan and all that stuff. So it was cool. And now asking questions all the time. And I told her about, I left for a little bit to go to Orlando and do all that stuff for Bound for Glory and asking me about it, asking TNA, what is TNA? Oh, fuck. It's it's, it's, I almost said it's tits and ass. Uh, Total nonstop action. Oh, why is it called TNA though? Like, did they know that that was a thing? Like, yeah, they did. They thought it was funny. And now we have to all live with it. So answering the stuff and then asking about like, so what was the main thing to go see? And in my mind, I'm going, it's, well, it's, it's not, there wasn't Bobby Lashley in EC3. That was a cool match and I was excited to see it, but that is not why I flew there. That, not at all. I flew there for the Hardys. And I said, it's really hard to describe what I went for because no one else is doing this. It's like this weird meta wrestling that's not meta, but it's outside the box. It's absurdist. It's crazy, self-aware, and it's not quite spoofing itself. And she goes, what do you mean? So I described the first chapter of the Hardys. I described the story of them splitting apart, the tag team titles, Jeff breaking his leg, Matt being broken, leading to the final deletion. I described that. And let me tell you right now, it was difficult. But if we're playing D&D right now, I rolled a 20. That's what I did. I thought I might roll an eight on the old 20-sided die and go, ooh, did I hit? Just barely. Oh, boy. I was very worried about rolling a one and just having a critical fail. No. I rolled a 20, and through description, through what I was talking about, she was interested. She was fascinated. And, and just like this, these looks of, this is preposterous, but sounds like an epic thing I've never seen before. It, it was as though I was describing Star Wars to someone and they go, what? They have a sword, but it's not a sword. Light shoots out of it. That's a laser, but it bounces back and forth. It doesn't just shoot off into the sky like a some sort of blaster bolt. And then what? There's a force. There's a force surrounding everyone and saying all these things. And she's just interested. She's genuinely interested. Uh, and hey, come on. I don't have any ball cleavage out, you know, like the ladies love. There's not a V neck on me. Should have said that in reverse. It might have been funnier. But, you know, <laughs> there's none of that stuff. Like, I'm not, there's no, there's no body seduction by me. I'm not doing the Sharon Stone basic instinct. Hey, uh, crossing of the legs. See the old wrinkly balls hanging there. Like, there's no... There's no me being physically cute. There's no me doing magic tricks. Nothing. I'm describing what already exists in the world. And it worked. It totally worked. She was into it. She was 
like loving the conversation, had so many follow-up questions, and I kind of breezed my way through the current state of Bound for Glory and saying, yeah, 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 and this happened, and and she's going, well, did they get those tag titles? Yes, they did. Wow, that must have been so cool to see. And it was. And it was even more cool to see that just sort of work. Someone who had some basis of professional wrestling knowledge being interested in that. And uh, it was so cool. It was, it was so cool. I'm never going to be able to pull that off again. Never. There will never be another lady where I go, Hey, uh, you hear about the Hardys? And tell the story. And they go, the f- What the fuck are you talking about? That doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Because that's what people do with TNA. People go, Well, that doesn't make any sense. Yes, it does. Hardys make perfect sense. It's all clear as day. But, yeah. I I put the challenge to you. If you're talking to a fellow wrestling fan, or maybe a relative, or somebody like that, and try. Try to describe the Hardys up to around Final Deletion and explain Final Deletion. See if it works. See if that person understands. Or if they go, what the, the wrestling sounds cool, or if they're going, the wrestling sounds fucking dumb. I'm fascinated to know what your experience is. Please, go for it. Let me know. Especially, especially if you're trying to seduce the other mate. You know, if you're a guy trying to talk to a gal, a gal talking to a guy, or if you were guy or gal talking to guy or gal of the same sex, please let me know. <laughs> I would love, 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 love to hear about that. Um, so I'll just say, yes, we had a very fun time hanging out and it was, it was cool. It's just, it's that, it's that positive reassurance in life. You can like what you like and be into it and share it with someone else. And if they don't judge you like a total shithead, that's great. That is someone you want to hang out with and talk to more. It shouldn't ever be, hey, I love this thing that doesn't hurt anyone or hurt myself or anything like that. It's just fun. Oh, oh, gross. I hate that and you're stupid for it. Eh, Well, then fuck off and you go hang out with somebody else that's cool about it. So that was just a nice moment in life. Um, but you know, TNA has all this stuff going on. I, you know, I've addressed the rumors in the past of what was going on. I had the privilege of going to Bound for Glory. We did interviews. All those interviews are up now. Al Snow, Moose, uh, Bram, Rockstar Spud, Robbie E. Uh, just a lot of fun to talk with these guys. And everybody, like I said before, was really positive and really happy. And then this, uh, just today over at a Fox Sports Wrestling Compadre Slamcast, we had Josh Matthews on the phone. We did a quick interview with him and got straight to the point about all these rumors and stuff going on with the tape library. Go check it out. It's a very short interview, uh, but you get a whole lot of information real fast, and it's just a really fun episode, so I highly recommend it. But he puts the rumors to bed about all the stuff going on, all these Rumors that don't have anything to support it, but that's always been the case with TNA. These things come up, oh, WWE's going to buy the library of TNA. No. (laughs) Josh Matthews put it pretty clear, like, no, they're not. 
No, there's no bid. There's no thing. No one said anything. No one said like, hey, this is really going to happen. It's just fucking... It's, it's basically what I figured this show could be if everything was bad and wrong in intention. This show is silly. Curtain Jerks is silly. I don't think anyone walks away and goes, well, you know what? Did you know that the Iron Sheik is a dick-crushing champion? It's true. If you see him at an autograph session, do not go up and shake his hand if you're a man. Your dick will be crushed. Now, ideally you look at someone and you have a little different perception of them and maybe you crack a smile and you have a good time. That is what is hoped for. Uh, no, we're not ones spreading like these rumors of whatever these things are, but that's what other people do in quote unquote wrestling journalism. And to now be a part of that world, it's weird to be sitting there and go, well, who the fuck started that shit? Who said that stupid rumor? Like who said the WWE's buying it? Why? To get clicks? But then it all goes away. Like your story goes somewhere else. Your story gets fed to another site and another site and another site and another site and another site. And whoever said it originally, it's gone. It's lost. You made something up that's absurd and it's gone. What was the point? I don't get it. Maybe I will someday when I, when I try to figure out like that Chris Benoit is really going to go into the Hall of Fame according to Bret Hart. And then people go, what? Why did Bret Hart say that? Does he have brain trauma? Like what's going on? And they'll go, yes, I got all the clickbait, and now I'm a thousand there. I've done it. You know, I, I don't know. I, I really don't understand. So um, what I do think is important is hearing that interview, Josh Matthews puts that to rest. He says, hey, WWE should buy it. They should be interested in getting it. They'd be fools not to. We got a lot of great footage. They should want it. I agree. But again, didn't say that they are doing it. Didn't say they were actively going after it. And I thought, well, there probably is someone, right? Someone's got to be interested in this library. If TNA's not constantly putting it out, making it available to you, the viewer, there must be someone out there. I know secretly there is. So I put it out there today. I put it out all over the place, put out my feelers and said, hey, if you are are the person or persons interested in purchasing the TNA library, you come on this show. You reveal yourself. You make your intentions clear. You come on to Curtain Jerks. We'll give you the platform to talk about it. Hey, you want to make the bid public? You go ahead and do that. So, you know, do a little magic on this show. And, you know, I expect anybody to be walking through that door at any moment here. Well, boy, oh boy, oh boy, looky here, looky here, what we got right here, oh yeah, 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 oh yes, I heard about this, I heard about, I saw a flyer, I saw a flyer around town, and I come right here, I come to this address, and it's good to see you, yeah, boy, yeah, boy, yeah, boy, oh, we're gonna talk about it now, yes, sir, yes, sir, hey, it's Ted Turner, wow, the, the once owner of WCW, and this, I mean, multi-billionaire mogul, you're, are you the one? Wanting to buy the TNA library? 
Yeah, boy, you know me real good. You see me coming from a mile away, I bet you did. Well, in my old age, I don't really hide what I want to do. Quite frankly, I just make it clear out in the open. I put that money down on the table, and I get exactly what I want right there, right there. Yes, sir, yes, sir. Oh, boy, I'm going to sit right down here. Oh, is this one of those crystal clear Pepsis? Oh, crystal clear Pepsi. Ah, yes, I remember when these came out in the first place. Oh, they were good. Yeah, you can spill it on your crotch and nobody know. Oh, I spill cola crotch on me all the time and I see all the cola crotch all pop up on there. But not no more. Y'all know it's good. Uh, Ted, uh, okay, I'm just going to have to wrangle you a little bit here. Look, uh, you wanting to buy the TNA tape library. I, this seems very unexpected. I don't see the purpose of wanting to do this. Well, did you see? Do you remember what happened? You remember what happened when I had the WCW? Yeah, we had that. We were doing shows. Oh, we had the buff bag. Well, we had the tank cabbage. We had it all yesterday. Oh, we were flying high and doing good. We had all kinds of ratings. We had 10s and 20s and 30s and 40s. I don't think that's how the ratings Work there, Ted. I, I don't think you had 40s. We had everything. Oh, boy, we were going high and flying through the sky. So we, okay, what will happen if we had that AOL time water merger? Oh, yes, sir. Brought everything to a John Denver Holt. Uh, I don't think that's really appropriate, a John Denver Holt. Yeah, you crashed into a mountain. You don't even expect it. Boom, you did. So what happened is... I was sitting there, and I was thinking, oh, I love the wrestling so much. Oh, there's Vince McMahon on the TV. He's buying everything up and never giving me credit or nothing. Not going to put me in the Hall of Fame, none of that stuff right there. So I said, I'm going to bide my time. I'm going to end things with Jane, and I'm going to wait. And I'm going to get back in the wrestling business. Yeah, I'm going to get back in the wrestling business. And this is my time to shine. Yes, sirree. Oh, I'm going to get back in the big bad way. I'm going to get me that TNA. Okay, Ted. Uh, okay, this is a very interesting way of going about it. I mean, um, what are you going to do with it? What you? So once you get the TNA tape library, you'll be back in wrestling, I suppose, but do you have any intention of buying the company? No, no, no. No, no, no. That's not what I want to do. I want to acquire all the tapes. Oh, excuse me. Oh, that crystal Pepsi just flew right through me. Ted, that's gross. Please don't burp in the microphone. Whenever people come by and do that, we have a lot of complaints. Oh, yeah, I know, Braden Walker. Okay, well, see, there, the thing about it is I'm going to buy up all the tapes and I'm going to distribute them tapes back on the TV vision. That's right, I'm going to bring it back on the TBS and the TNT. Kaboom, boom, boom, bang. Okay, uh, you're going to put all the footage back out on television. I mean, the network, you know, is one thing. Do you, did you ever think about starting a WWE-type network? No, no, that's not what I'm going to do. I got TV channels still. I can still put things on the air, and I'm going to change it up from the way that it once was. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to take all the footage, right? I'm going to take all that DNA footage from the library. Yes, I'm going to take each and every tape, and I'm going to take the footage, and it is going to go from color to black and white.
You're gonna make it all black and white? That's right, I'm gonna make it black and white. It's gonna look like the end of yo. Oh, people gonna love that right now. People gonna look at that and they're gonna, oh, that's so cool. That's like the end of yo. Just like when WCW is on top. Oh, that was on the top of the Kiwi and the Bill of Kidmans. Um, I mean, I guess that's unusual. I, I, oh, was this like you were buying all those classic movies so long ago and then you were colorizing them? Yeah, I learned now. I learned what is old is new again and what's new is old. So I'm going to take all that and I'm going to turn it black and white. Okay, well, uh, do you have any other plans of things that you want to do with the footage? Yeah, okay. So I'm going to take all, all the narration, right? I'm going to take all them voices. All them voices that was on everything right there. You mean the commentary? Yeah, I'm going to take all the narration. I'm going to remove everybody. I'm going to take them all out of there. We gonna get better narration up on there. Yes, sirree, we're gonna get something even better. Uh, well, who? I mean, oh, you're gonna get like Jim Ross or uh, maybe Mauro Ranallo, one of the top commentators right now. Oh, even better. Even better, yes, sirree, yes, sirree. We're gonna get Eric Bischoff. I like that boy so good, he talks so good. I'm gonna get him back on there. You're gonna do Eric Bischoff commentary? on the previous commentary? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, oh, I'm gonna get Eric Bischoff. He could spit a weave, he could, he could spit a yawn, he could spit a weedy yawn and just make everybody smile from ears to ears. Ugh, I don't know if anybody really wants to see that, Ted, I'll be honest. Ted, I mean, is there, is, these all seem like very unusual ideas. Is there, is there others, some scheme some big plan that you plan to do with this footage? Oh, of course. I'm gonna save the best for last for you. Okay, here what we're gonna do right here. I got all this money, right? I got all this money burning a hole in my pocket. And I am gonna get me one of them George Lucas people, right? I'm gonna get me one of them George Lucases and he's gonna get all the computer special effects. Yes, sir. And he's gonna make the matches, all the matches that the TNA ever had. And he's gonna put in all these special effects and he's gonna enhance, right? He's gonna make everything enhanced, and what we're gonna do is we're gonna convert each and every episode of TNA into more episodes of Thunder in Paradise. Thunder in Paradise? Thunder in Paradise! That's right, Hulk Hogan and boats, and, and shooting guns, and bikini babes. We're just gonna put all that everywhere. We're gonna put sand everywhere. We already got footage of Hulk Hogan. He's already in the TNA. So we're just gonna add boats crashing into the six-sided ring, and there's gonna be explosions and all sorts of stuff. And we got that abyss. He's just gonna be a monster man that walks around. Hulk Hogan gonna shoot him. Oh, and there's gonna be even more episodes of the greatest show that's ever been on the TNT of Ted Turner, Thunder in Paradise. Yahoo! All right, Ted. Um, this is this is a crazy, crazy idea. I don't, I don't think this is gonna work. What do you mean? I, I got money. I'm going to make it happen. You'll see. You'll see. You'll all be biting your tongues and sticking your thumbs up your butts because you missed out. Ted Turner's back in the wrestling and I'm going to make it better than I ever did before. We're more thunder in paradise. Woohoo! Well, Ted Turner, everybody. Um, I don't, I don't really know what to say and follow up to that. That was just weird. I mean... Hey, I would like to see Thunder in Paradise again. I didn't really see it in the first place, so 
Guess if there's a little Thunder in Paradise with TNA action, uh, that's all right. Little Christopher Daniels in there and Samoa Joe. I guess that sounds pretty good to me. It's a show that they clearly need on the network. All those crazy shows with all that in the movies. Like, I need Mr. Nanny available on demand at all times. So, uh, I gotta get packing here. I gotta get back, pack up my bags, get ready to go back to the East Coast, see some family, and, uh, you know, watch some wrestling. Just kick back a little bit. Maybe watch, not the week-to-week stuff, maybe put on a little network. Maybe go back. I never go back in the archives enough anymore. I've been wanting to watch something, and I'm trying to figure out what year I'm going to go. I don't know, but I just want to enjoy some old stuff. Check out some old guys that I've enjoyed before and just relax. I think it's time to relax a little bit this week. So I hope you get a chance to relax as well a little bit. Maybe while you're doing that, you want to check out some of the other things I do. YouTube.com slash OnYourMarkShow. Shoot interviews, gaming videos, all sorts of fun stuff on that channel. Absolutely free. It's on YouTube for crying out loud. YouTube.com slash OnYourMarkShow. Mark E. Extreme, and many, many wrestling greats on that show. Billy Gunn, Al Snow, Victoria, Melina, Marty Jannetty, Virgil, Matt Hardy, and so many more. Go check that out. Also, After Buzz TV, SmackDown Recap. It's a lot of fun. We got a panel of four on there now, and we're having a lot of fun. The shows are getting better and better all the time on SmackDown, so... Makes it easy. And there I am just sitting back cracking jokes. So it's a fun time. Go check that out. Available on iTunes, YouTube, and a lot more. And of course, Fox Sports Presents Wrestling Compadre Slamcast. We're there. We did so much stuff with Impact Wrestling. You're going to want to check that out. Josh Matthews this week. Previously, Al Snow, Moose, Rockstar Spud, Robbie E, Bram, and more. So much fun. And we got more stuff coming up in the next couple weeks. I know Ty Dillinger's coming up this week as well. We got another guest coming in studio very soon. I think there'll be a video of that. You're definitely going to want to see that. Uh, so much fun stuff. So play your WWE 2K17. Enjoy your network. All that fun stuff. And have a good old time. I'm Scott Narver. Enjoy your wrestling, kids. <laughs>